Good morning, and welcome to being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment. This week, notice true nature's sincerity of expression in form, speech, and action in you and around you. Notice life is always itself when it verbalizes or acts. Notice the qualities of life in its authentic expression. Kindness, appreciation, empathy, understanding, inclusion, acceptance, sympathetic joy. Notice how life delights in recognition of itself in everything it encounters. Notice life's openness, how it never takes sides or positions. Notice its unfailing generosity, its tolerance of differences, its amiability in interaction, its humility in not knowing. Of course, conditioning will weigh in with its unwanted opinions and judgments. When it does, notice that ego reveals its nature always. And notice that life expression is always in the realm of process and not content. Recording with me. All right, here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Nancy from Athens, Georgia. Hey, Nancy. What are you seeing? Um, I am struggling with the situation. I called a couple of months back and um, got some really great help, and I've been listening to that that recording over and over. Um, and at the end, um, Ashwini had said, let us know, but I had already hung up because I was so close to tears. So um, I apologize for that. But what I'm seeing is that um, uh, this, what I had called about was, was um, I'm part involved in an organization and we're having a conflict. And I was trying to come from a place of love. But what I've been looking at is that my suffering is that there's a certain outcome that everybody realized. We're, we we are all we all have the same goal and yes, we're able I, yes to... I hear you Nancy yeah <laughs> yeah so go I ahead just to... I I'm I... just saying I hear you we so we so uh, when 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 we're engaged in something that we feel is really good and important we're so hopeful that everyone will see it you know we're all going to rally and save the planet we're all gonna mm-hmm. won't we mm-hmm. won't we uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> right. So um, things have have been difficult over the last few months, and I am feeling like it's time for me to let go and and leave. Um, and there's a lot of grief around it, um, and and there's a lot of ego conversation on both sides um, that I'm selling out if I. If I give up and resign. Okay. Um, okay. I, I, I think I think I'm I think I'm with you. Do you. See if we can just kind of cut to the chase on this, right? Okay. Because okay. Uh, I I would support you wholeheartedly. It sounds like it was time to let go a long, long time ago, right? Mm. Before you had to suffer through all of this. So you can let this go, and it doesn't mean your uh, your contribution is over. It just means you're going to let go of this particular form, which is going to help you let go of ego. Because it's ego that has been 
torturing you with this. So we often talk about how ego uses the goodness that we are against us, right? So you love and you, you want to take care of and you want to help and you want to do good, uh, and that's what ego uses to torture you because that has to look a certain way and other people have to agree and it has to be, uh, yeah, and it's probably never going to be that. That's, so for that you to let true. Yeah, and for you to let go, there's no reason to grieve. That's just more ego nonsense. You can just oh, take all okay. of that energy and you find uh-huh. another place to invest it. And mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest that the first place you invest it is in Nancy. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let us know. Okay. All right? Thank you. Thank Don't you so be much. a stranger. Because, because when, when, we, when we let ego talk us into being a stranger, it leaves us alone with ego, and that is no place anybody ever wants to live. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Thank okay. you so much. All right. You. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. So happy. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Nancy. Jerry, it really brings us back to the story again, right? That the authenticity that we are is constantly expressing, and the suffering yeah. happens when that authenticity is uh, corrupted, you could say, by how yeah. it needs to look, how it needs to be. And, and that confusion that just because the form of it changes, it isn't there anymore, is such a source of suffering. It's because it's misguided, right? It's just what you said. The authenticity is always there. And it takes different forms. And sometimes the form is no longer the viable one. And therefore, I mean, that's the cycle of birth and death, I suppose. Uh, But there's a way in which the form changes. And what what is animating the form basically finds a different expression. That's right. That's right. And usually... Uh, uh, something that will give back to us all of that energy, enthusiasm, excitement that life is that ego has been sucking out of us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and that's, that's why the quality the, of the... Go ahead. Well, I was just saying that the quality of the expression that the blind beggar could uh, detect, it, it, there, is a, there is a ring to it. Right? We yes. know when it's expressing in a way that is authentic, and that's what we're looking for. That's right. And that's the uh, genesis of the uh, expression that uh, charity begins at home. Mm-hmm. The first thing, in my experience, and, uh, you know, for what that's worth, <laughs> is that what life wants for us is life for ourselves. And then, and then, when we're filled up, then we can start uh, letting it spill over. Mm-hmm. That's such a good. Uh, that's such a good reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, it's Lucinda. Hey, Lucinda. Hi. Um. I have been looking at laughter and the different, let's see, the, um, 
different qualities of laughter that I experience in myself. I haven't been looking at other people's laughter, just my own, the way mm-hmm. it feels. And mm-hmm. um, it's so interesting. The like laughter, you would think is comes from authenticity always. But what I've noticed is um, there's there can be like um, uh, shades or tiny little, um, uh, like, pigment of another kind in with mm-hmm. the laughter that that makes it different from that authentic, true, from the heart kind of laughter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 the authentic laughter is, you know, no question. After the after that laughter happens in that second afterwards, it's like oh yeah that was that was it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it's sometimes it's oh I'm going along with what you're saying or laughing out of politeness or you know something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a quality of spontaneity I think that. Uh, that we associate with laughter. So that's why, why we sort of uh, assume that all laughter is equal and authentic. And what you're noticing right. is different yeah. shades of laughter because there's a quality yeah. of laughter that is not. And when it's, when it's coming from that place that we recognize as the beggar did, there's no question about it. There's no coloring of it in any way. But there are certain shades of views where it's polite or it's uh, it's automatic or it's appropriate or it's snarky or whatever it is there's a shade to the laughter that isn't that that's just it's like uh i think the process you're pointing to right listen that is that we are we need to pay attention because what we what we can tune into is anything in life can be colored by that that by that by by conditioning and so just noticing when it's authentic is it, it is in itself the calibration training that we're going for. It's not that we have to become authentic in laughter. We just have to become aware of where we are. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, it's yeah. like, here's the thing. The, it's the second after. When mm. I'm laughing, I'm not aware of if, where it's coming from. Or maybe I am. Uh, a little bit, but I'm not, I don't make it conscious to myself. Mm-hmm. And this I'm kind of practicing. So, you know, I'm looking at it. It's not till after mm-hmm. that I, well, you, I go, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, not to get so subtle, but it seems like that's where we're going, right? Listen, there's a, there's a, there's a consciousness that you're talking about. Am I, oh, what you're noticing is there's laughter and then there's a second after in which there's consciousness of the laughter, right? right. That, yeah. the, that the laughter just arises and then there's the consciousness uh, next to the laughter. And that, that awareness can be either an assessment or a registering. 
and that's the inter- that's an interesting right. place as well because it's a it's a qualitatively different if it's an awareness of the laughter versus a judgment of the laughter. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> because we're that's a really good point. And and it just uh-huh. and, and it's it's very very subtle to to uh, because we say awareness does not need someone to be aware. So when the laughter arises, is it arising in awareness, or is it just, and therefore it's it's whatever it is versus that I, when it's a, when it's arising, I have I'm conscious that it's arising. Does that just mean I'm uh, more expanded in awareness? Or does it really mean that I'm gone because I didn't notice it? It's so subtle. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It, it yeah. surely is. There's, a, there's such a, um, oh, uh, an opening and a joy and a love when that pure experience happens um, through, from all the way through from just before till after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yes, being yeah. here. There is not, right. It's not so much that the laughter arises from here, but, but that we're aware of the laughter arising, and therefore we are here, right? Right, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you, <laughs> It's what brought me to this practice, actually. What what drew me was how much mm. laughter there is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Well. Well, it's such an absolute leader, right? Listen, now one of my favorite Zen teachers, Zen um, masters of old, would say, "Anger solidifies ego. Uh, tears dissolve it, and laughter transcends it." And so sounds mm. of laughter are just so evocative of the place that we hope to inhabit. It's joyous. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Ashwini. Thanks, Lucinda. Okay, you two had a lot of really good words there, but you left out a really good one from that. And that is oh. exciting. It's oh, yes. so exciting. Yes, it's subtle. And I, I know you were both there. Okay, because mm-hmm. I was there and I was projecting it onto you. Um, it's, <laughs> it's so exciting to be seeing at the level of subtlety that you two were just talking about. You know, is it a, is it a registering or is it an assessment? Okay, not because I'm going to know something from that so, mm-hmm. and then it's going to improve my character in some way when I know that. It's just thrilling to see it, to get it, to realize it. And, and that thrill signals a level of freedom. Yes. Yes. And also, no, uh, we, we, I mean, the word is so overused, right, Sherry? But it's, there is such subtlety in life. And so to be able to express or be everything that is this life, to perceive at the depth that, are cap- that, it's capab- that there is capability in perception is a celebration of what this life is. Yes. And, yeah. and, 
and the opportunity to experience what it is. Right? Exactly so when we right. step yeah. free, when we step free mm-hmm. of what ego is doing to us, that uh, that imaginary separation, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you and I are heavily engaged in the projection uh, email class as well as this class, and so it all <laughs> it's all blending together for me. But the, when we when we can begin to see clearly what is ego and what is authenticity, then we step out of that uh, deep caring about what ego is doing, what it says, what it's projecting, uh, what it says about me, what it says about other people, what it says about life. What we lose interest in that and just become fascinated with. Mm, yeah. We're not going to see anything, get anything, learn anything that's going to prove something bad about us. Because there isn't anything bad about us. Yeah. 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 Plenty bad it's about so But mm. but it's it's imaginary and we can we can turn the switch off on on the imaginary uh you know, anytime we choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, hi, this is Anna in Home First. Well, hello there. Hello, What are you saying? Hi. Um, I am really enjoying uh, doing this assignment, and I have been looking at all of the points, um, and I have been really enjoying, um, I, uh, particularly, uh, I've been looking at um, noticing sincerity in amiability in interaction, um, so it's tolerance of differences and amiability in interaction. Um, so um, um, I've been enjoying that because um, I felt that if I looked at that, I would really see ego, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and yes, I yes. did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when we really look, we really do see, don't we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And because I knew mm-hmm. that it could be, um, um, uh, in quotes, a, a challenge, um, because oh, yeah. um, it might be that... Um, and so ego is is like actually screaming, you know, oh, this person and that person. Um, but but mm-hmm. but but the authentic human really wants to be amiable. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, yeah, so I I have been uh, really enjoying that. And it's and and every, one another thing I've noticed is every single thing that I do. Um, uh, with living compassion, always comes for me personally. Comes just comes to love. So when I have been looking at amiability and interaction, that was it. it, it it's about love, um, and it's about um, loving that other person um, and being loved myself. Well, okay, I can't contain myself any longer. Okay, okay, okay. I can't contain myself any longer. All right, so so here we go. Because, because what, what you're, of course it's love, right? Mm-hmm. Ego is separation. That, you know, and why is it screaming at us? Well, <laughs> because it desperately wants us to believe what it's saying. But what you're, what you're doing, what you're practicing, and what you're articulating here is that when you choose authenticity, 
there isn't an other person, right? It's just you. Authenticity, another word for authenticity is love. It's just love in another form so that you get to see that love mirrored back to you. Yes, I agree. Yes, because you're not yes, having right. You're not, when when you make that choice that you're describing, you're not saying, "Okay, well, I don't really want to because that person is a nasty little loser." But I'm going to love them because that's the right thing to do. No, you're moving to no. authenticity, which is love. You want that. You choose that. And that's your experience of everyone and everything. Now, is it always that? <laughs> At least in my experience, it isn't. You know, there, we have to remember to make that choice, right? Because the knee-jerk is often ego coming in with, well, she, well, he, well, they, right? And then we recognize what that is. We realize what we are. We realize what we choose. We choose that. And we have the experience that you're describing. Yes, and it's exciting, as you said to the previous, the, the previous yes. caller. It's very exciting and, and thrilling, and um, and it takes you further and further each time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> because what again? What you're what you're describing? What you're pr- actively practicing is living in a non separate reality where you realize everything is the same everything that is you so when we when we use a phrase like cells in the body of the Buddha that's the direct experience of that Hmm. we're all cells in the body of the Buddha we are so people will say well we're all one and everybody goes, uh-huh, yeah, except for them. Right? No, 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 no. That is a true mm-hmm. statement. We are all one. And that's what you practice. Very exciting. Yes, it's very exciting. It's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's very clear. Beautiful. And and the, the other aspect of that, you know, I mean, I'm haranguing people all the time about, okay, you're caught in something. And you want, it, 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 you're aware, you're caught in something. You want to come back to here. Well, you've got to have something to come back to, right? You can't just say, oh, I want to be here. Uh, that, I'm sorry, that just doesn't work. That's like, oh, I'll come back to the breath. That's a good idea. It lasts for about a second, right? But when you come back to love, that's your real, actual, deepest, most authentic experience of being alive. When you come back to that, now you are where you want to be. Yes. And it expands, doesn't it? The more you come back to yes. it, the bigger yes. it is, the easier it is to find. The quicker it comes to you that that's what you want to do. Yes, it's incredible. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Glorious. Thank you. <laughs> Go happy. Thank you. Go happy. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Anna. And it looks like we have time for one more caller, Sherry. So here we go. Next caller, you're now live on the Hi. air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Zata here. 
I was paying so so much attention and I just spaced out in the last three or four minutes. I, I'm so sorry. I will have to listen back to to what what was being well, we said. We were talking about the subject of love, but what were you noticing with the assignment? I was noticing, ah, but I'm so sad. I missed that because it sounded so interesting. I, I, well, but I will listen back to it. So going to what I'm noticing, I'm noticing. Um, an aspect of my life where I am, I, it's funny how inauthentic I am, and I'm noticing a lot of stuff with the assignment. The aspect is um, that I, some, I, I have a crush on a guy, and uh, usually with people I'm super authentic, I'm, everybody knows what I think about Every, about them. I'm very, very transparent and authentic. But uh, every time I have a crush on someone, I'm totally inauthentic. I pretend, I, like, a, like a kid or a teenager, I pre- I, a lot of people have this problem, I know, but I pretend I don't like them, I don't talk to them, I make a point of talking to someone else and not to them, I never celebrate their successes. You know, like something like that. And I've never noticed it uh, until now. And it's so interesting, not, not, the, thing, not the, the, the thing, like the content, but how different it feels to be inauthentic, you know? It's a very different sensation, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, so, there, so, so there's a couple of things, right? I mean, the first level is the noticing of the difference in the experience of being in an identity versus not. So you're noticing an identity around uh, someone you have a crush on, which is very different from how you might be around other people. That's what's interesting, the feeling, the difference in the feeling. And, and uh, paying this close attention allows you to go, wait a second, that feels different. And not only does it feel different, I am different in this situation versus this situation. One is labeled inauthentic and the other is labeled authentic, but are they both identities? That's an interesting place to look as well. Because what we want to be careful about is not to let the the, the ego define what is authentic and what's inauthentic. What you can pay attention to is different identities. Ooh, how interesting. I was just taking for granted that one was me expressing life authentically and the other one was not. I hadn't even thought about looking at, at the other thing. Wow, they could both be identities. You're right. Right. And so, so then, you know, then as you said, it just comes back to it all being a fascinating exercise in paying attention. Right? So just, just to bring to awareness, first of all, that it's the fascination that, you're, that, that uh, makes you feel alive, this noticing, oh, because we are in the process of exploring all of what we are. And so we get this, instead of just assuming I know what I am or being unconscious of it, we're paying attention. And, and you see that in this particular situation, the identity is one, and then in, and then, and then in this conversation, 
We just don't want to accept the label without looking at it because it doesn't serve us just to accept the label. We're constantly exploring our process. So does that authenticity that you exhibit outside of a crush, is that the authenticity of true nature we're really looking at? It may be yes, it may be no, but you get to find mm -hmm. out. Wow. I, I'm sorry, I'm silent because I'm kind of letting it sink in. Just one, yeah. just one second, because this is so interesting because it really feels like um, it's like a thing that changes second by second. Like, uh, for example, now I'm listening to you and I'm trying to be open and, and and see what 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 I receive, what 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 comes up, and it's not even definable as a state. Like I couldn't tell you if I'm being <laughs> authentic or not. I'm just yeah. here, uh, like in li listening and tra trying to see. I don't know. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that might be a quality of authenticity that spontaneity that Lucinda was talking about, just it, it arises, there's an intuition, there's an experience, there's an exploration, then there's a looking at that, there's trying to be that. It's just so nuanced, which is why we learn to play such close attention, because it's all about our perception, right? The depth of our perception. What do we register? What do we, what do we intuit? What do we sense? What do we know? What do we reference? Oh. I cannot talk because I'm too, I'm too, I'm too, I'm, I'm so absorbing the information. I, I, I don't have anything to say, but just thankful for it. <laughs> yes, we're grateful that we have that, right? That that's what we're doing here. And, and, and the final point being, because conditioning can say, you know, being in an identity of inauthenticity is bad and being in an, uh, an identity of authenticity is good. But if both of those are identifications, we want to look at it anyway, because as long as I'm identified, I'm limited. Wow. On the other hand, to work, like to be efficient day by day, like one has to kind of attach to an identity, I guess, or not. I don't know. It's so mind-blowing what you just told me that I don't know what to say. You know, I will have to experiment with it. Because right now yeah. it feels like I'm not even functioning because I'm kind of only well, open listening, you know, but then I'm like, how could I go uh, with my day with this attitude? But I have to experiment. But you are. But you are. And, and, and since we're at time and this, this conversation could lead us down another 35 minutes of, of exploration, it's a, it, the question is the important one because you didn't stop living, breathing, digesting, blood circulating, ability to listen, ability to process, just because I don't know what to say. Oh my God, this is so cool. I could see, I don't know what to say, starting to become an identity too. <laughs> How exactly. Funny. Oh yes, that is it. That is it. How fun, oh, how interesting, it's marvelous. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Let Gasha. us know, huh? Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Gasha.
Oh my gosh. Uh, it, yeah, I, 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 I would. I, I, I'm going to listen to this again. <laughs> I hope everybody will listen to this again. Good it's grief! I, I mean, yeah, the whole the whole thing has just been, um, yeah, just as we used to say in the '60s, mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, right. Ray, and thank you everybody. Thank you. Go happy. Thank you, everybody. Go happy.